Sagittarius, this is your week ahead astrology forecast from Astrology Motivation by Born Without Boundaries. Welcome everyone. In this video, we're going to go over the major transits and aspects impacting your natal sun for the week of May 16th to the 22nd. If you're wondering, why does she keep looking down? Because I write it down. Okay, I take notes. That's why I'm looking at my notebook. And in this notebook, what I have is all the interactions and aspects that are going to be impacting Sagittarius's natal suns for this week. We're going to start really broad with the big things that are going to impact everyone. And then we'll whittle that down and we'll focus it into the stuff that Sagittarius's should be like specifically focused on. And then we'll break it down into the decans of Sagittarius. A decan is a group of 10 degrees. So there are three decans in Sagittarius because Sagittarius is a zodiac sign and each zodiac sign sits on a 360 degree wheel or circle. And so that means all 12 of them occupy 30 degrees of that wheel. So every zodiac sign has 30 degrees in it and Sagittarius has, and so each 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 uh, each zodiac sign has three decans because uh, a decan is a group of 10. Now, yes, there are many different ways you could break up 30, but in astrology, everything that we do is based on geometry and angles tell us how one energy is impacting the other. So an angle in astrology is, is called, it's not, it, an angle is an angle, but the relationship between two planets or planetary bodies that that angle creates is called an aspect and aspects don't really register if they're over 10 degrees so ultimately you have to be within a 10 degree 10 degree max um kind of kind of radius um not radius that's that's the wrong word um you have to be within 10 degrees of a specific angle in order for it to be impacting the two planets in any specific way i like to whittle that down to five but ultimately we do the decans to get a really focused idea as to who is being impacted by what planet and how and you'll know and you'll see that all Sagittarius's don't get impacted the same because your sun isn't in the same spot. Those of you born in the beginning of the month, very, beginning of the season, very, very different impact than those of you at the end because there's 30 degrees between you and 30 degrees is the difference between a square and a trine, you know, uh, a sextile and a square. And these are, these are major, major differences. So we're going to break them down into the decans. And if your natal sun is between zero and nine degrees Sagittarius, you are in the first decan of Sagittarius and you are Sagittarius one. If your natal sun is between um, 10 and 19 degrees, 10 and 19 degrees Sagittarius, you are Sagittarius two. And if your natal sun is between 19 and um, 29, I'm sorry, 20 and 20 and 29 degrees Sagittarius you are Sagittarius 3 okay so you don't have to know exactly where your Sun is located I will be able to tell you the correlating dates or at least estimate them but the most accurate way is to get your natal chart and then you'll know exactly which degree in Sagittarius your Sun sits it's easy to get a natal chart. They're free online. You just search free natal chart. Um, so many websites will pop up and then you could just 
Put in your information. The information you need is your birth date, which you already have, your birth time and your birth location. And all of that information is found in your birth certificate. It's not really difficult to get. You plug the information in and it spits out a natal chart in a couple of seconds. So definitely worth doing if you're into astrology. I think most of you already have one. So as we're going through this, please feel free to comment below. And, and if you love these readings, I do one every single week for all 12 zodiac signs. So remember to subscribe to the channel. Um, let's start really, really broad. So between May 16th and, and a, brief, a brief review, on May 15th, Mercury went direct. So it's not moving very quickly forward, but at least it, it has posted direct at this point. So we are out of Mercury retrograde now. Also, on the 16th, or between the 15th and 16th, Jupiter transited into Taurus. This is a big change because um, Jupiter impacts us in big ways. So Jupiter in Taurus is fortune and abundance through traditional systems, traditional means, or financial systems. So this is a really nice and wonderful place for Jupiter to be. Um, so good news there. So that's what happened pretty much before this week started. This week, there is going to be a new moon on May 19th at 28 degrees Taurus. A new moon is when the moon is conjunct to the sun. So both the sun and the moon are still in Taurus at this time. Um, there has not been a new moon in Taurus yet. We had two new moons in Aries last, last season. So now Taurus is finally getting its new moon. It's a new moon that is um, conjunct the north node and square to Pluto. And it's conjunct Jupiter. So let's let's go back. This new moon is conjunct to Jupiter, almost in perfect conjunction. Almost in perfect conjunction within two degrees. And then it is also conjunct the North Node. It's within five degrees of the North Node because the North Node is at three degrees of Taurus. These are still tight conjunctions. So we're talking about abundance and prosperity for your future making and uh, manifesting. So this is a fantastic time. If you do your manifestations, please do one, especially with regards to welcoming abundance, financial abundance, resource, material abundance into your life. This is the time to do it. Um, the moon, uh, yeah, yes. So other big things that are happening this week. Um, and I will get into specifically who that is impacting, like which of you it's impacting most. We will definitely talk about that. But another big transit that's happening this week is the sun. The sun, right after the new moon, pops into Gemini. On the 20th of this week, the sun is going to move into Gemini. And that kind of changes our focus. It kind of cha changes our overall vibe. A Gemini vibe is very fun, very playful, kind of tricky, kind of witty. All of those things are really fantastic uh, words to describe Gemini. So we are entering Gemini season. It is an air sign. So it really is about talking and communication. And this should be a really beautiful Gemini season since Mercury is now going direct. So that's a good thing. Um, well, on the 21st, we have another major transit. Mars is transiting into Leo. Mars has spent a lot of uncomfortable time in Cancer because it's not very happy in Cancer. And now going into a fire sign, it's going to be much more content and sure of itself. So we have more vitality, 
energy in the air. But Mars is square to Jupiter and in opposition to Pluto the entire week. And so, and it will be for a while. In fact, it's been, it was started last week. So um, this is tense energy. This is relentless energy. This is the energy of, I am going to get things done at any cost. Watch this energy because if it becomes ruthless, it can cause a lot of pain and bad karma. But if it's used in a way to generate momentum and follows divine inspiration, it's exactly what we need to unclog those clogs and push through even the toughest clogs. It's like Roto-Rooter, just pull it through. So um, just 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 be just be aware that's that's the energy that's happening right now um the good thing is that jupiter is i mean sorry uh pluto is in retrograde pluto in retrograde is a lot softer and more subtle and more secretive but it's just not as destructive because what it's doing is it's it's basically churning up the underbelly to bring up the dredge that it wants to get rid of and so it's a little bit more quiet now and i i kind of like it that way when it's in opposition to Mars. Let's put it that way. Um, we also have the big aspects this week, which is Jupiter squared to Pluto, Mars squared to Jupiter, and Pluto and Mars in opposition. That's the biggest aspect that's going to impact just the modality and mentality of everybody. So if people are a hell of a lot more intense right now, it's because of that. Um, but Venus is also squared to Chiron, and that's, that's, a, that's a tough energy. Um, it'll only last this week, uh, but Venus is very compromised when she is a, a square to Chiron. She doesn't feel good about herself. She doesn't feel valued. She doesn't feel pretty. She doesn't, she doubts her self-worth. Now, any square is created to teach us and challenge us so that we learn our self-worth by facing those aspects of ourselves and having to learn to accept and heal um, how we feel about those those parts of ourselves that we don't have a lot of self-esteem so you could see um, those issues those those kind of circumstances becoming a pattern over this next week um, yeah let's go Jupiter Jupiter is your ruling dignitary so it's important for you to always know where Jupiter is it's a big one so it's important for you guys to understand where Jupiter what 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 energy that is around Jupiter that Jupiter is kind of blowing up because that's what does Jupiter does Jupiter expands everything so Jupiter is now in Taurus and I talked about this a little bit in the beginning of the video Taurus is the financial the financial uh, zodiac sign it 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 basically maintains all of those material resources that help us survive, that supply us with what we need. And so it's a very good, it's very structured, and it's very practical energy. Um, but Jupiter is very benefic when it comes to Taurus energy, and it could really grow and expand and make us a little bit overindulgent when it comes to food or clothing, make us want to overspend or encourage us to overspend, but it could also be great opportunity for us to kind of expand our financial portfolio so let's one can only hope great <laughs> uh jupiter this week is conjunct to the north node square to pluto and square to mars we've already talked about it because it is what a, a major aspect that's happening right now that's going to impact everybody but especially you guys are going to be impacted by this energy of I will get it done relentless, especially when it comes to your finances, financial situations, or your sensual pleasures. Let's put it that way. 
Um, let's go into the deckhands. Sagittarius 1. So those of you with your natal sun between 0 and 9 degrees, Sagittarius, your birthdays, relative birthdays, uh, Sag these are December Sagittarians, basically from December 22nd through December 20, uh, through through like January 1st, sort of the first 10 days of Sagittarius season is Sagittarius 1. This week, your natal suns have some long-term aspects, which we'll review quickly. They are square to Saturn, which means confronting or conflict or rules, laws, obligations that are kind of like making things challenging for you over the course of the next year, but also giving you a chance to learn. Like it's making it hard on you so that you'll become a master of it. And then we have a trine to Neptune. So your natal sun is in a very creative position there, divinely inspired, and it wants to grow and 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 invent things and create things this is beautiful energy to for for harmonizing your life and and uh like tapping into your source tapping into your god space your connection to inspiration so that's for the next couple of years and if you find yourself getting far more creative that's why um now this week because so much is happening in taurus your natal suns are quincunx to Mercury, quincunx to Jupiter, so frustration, and quincunx to the North Node. So it could be a very frustrating week for you when it comes to talking to people, trying to get them to broaden their minds, or even your stubbornness, like a sense of you, you don't want to expand or grow as much or you don't feel like you have enough money to be able to you know step out of your comfort zone it'll be kind of harder for you to step out of your comfort zone in this energy um and then we have a trine to mars which means your vitality and your energy will be up because the comfort zone is being agitated it could very well be that um i'm sorry because um your discomfort zone is agitated you might fall more back on your comfort zone this week and your natal suns are in opposition to the current sun especially after it moves into gemini so this could be challenging in terms of your confidence and your courage so your vitality is up but it doesn't look like you're going to want to take any big jumps or leaps of faith this week um, watch out for that gut feeling that is telling you to move forward even if you're not certain, I would listen to it because the uncertainty is coming from the discomfort and the quincunx to the north node and to Jupiter. So self-doubt is something that you could be dealing with this week. And if you just are feeling in your heart space, go for it. It's going to be harder for you to go for it, but you definitely should. Sagittarius 2s. So Sagittarius 2s. You have a long-term aspect. Your natal suns are in long-term aspect to Chiron. It's trying to Chiron. So that means there is a sense of harmonizing the pains, the hurts, the sufferings from the past. And because uh, Chiron is in Aries, especially physical sufferings and pain. So I think this is a long-term couple of years for you um, to just get healthier and to focus on your physical health and make sure that you are trying to heal yourself and and get and get better also harmonizing from or learning to grow or be inspired because of the ways that you have suffered and what has been um, taken from you or how you have been hurt finding a way to put all of that pain into purpose this will be a theme over the next couple of years um, this week your natal suns are quincunx to Venus because Venus is now in Cancer. Um, and they're also quincunx to Uranus because 
No, they can't be quincunx to both. Oh, yeah, they can. Yeah, they can because uh, their Venus is in Cancer and Uranus is in Taurus. So coming at it from different from different <laughs> angles, but still the same angle is formed to your natal sun. A quincunx to Venus means agitation, irritation, frustration when it comes to finances, especially when it comes to family and finances. There could be arguments that arise, just an FYI. It could maybe even not arguments. It's it's just frustrating. Um, this is not a really good week to um, discuss important financial issues or matters or even discuss your looks or change your hair or do anything with changing aesthetics. Um, not a great time to date. It'll only last a week, so you don't have to worry about it being forever. But this is more of a time to contemplate your own self-worth instead of depending on validation externally. Um, and then you work quincunx to Uranus, which means you could be getting thrown curveballs all week long that are just pains in the asses that you have to deal with, especially with regards to tech, technology, fintech especially, anything financial, any financial platforms you, you move money through or whatever, especially that could really frustrate you, agitate you. Not necessarily break down on you, but throw you curveballs that you just didn't have time for. Um, Sagittarius 3s, let's go into it. Long-term aspects are a sextile to Saturn if you are on the very cusp of uh, Sagittarius 3. So a sextile to Saturn um, and then a square to Neptune. These are both long-term aspects and together they're just amazing. I, I, I like they're fantastic. This this is really advanced energy. It's moving forward. It's your career being able to challenge challenge like 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 wanting to move forward and do more with your career and really being able to move your creativity into your career and have see it see it open up opportunities for you. Um, the, with the Neptune square, the sun, there can be a little bit of woohoo, kind of easily distracted type of energy, but overall it's still very creative energy. And if you use it, use it, use it to inspire your creativity, it won't use you to distraction, just an FYI. Now this week, um, if you are on the cusp, so this is Sagittarius three, Jupiter is entering into Taurus. Um, if you were on the cusp of Capricorn. So that would be, yeah, that, that would be those of you born. So Sagittarius 3, is your, your birthdays are pretty much the 11th through the 21st. So basically, yes, especially the 20th, like the 19th, 20th, and 21st of Sagittarius season, this would definitely be you guys are in already in a trine to Jupiter because Jupiter is in the first couple of degrees of Taurus this week. So you guys will get a lot of luck. This is a very beautiful aspect, expansion, growth, maybe even a great time to go for more money at work because Jupiter is in Taurus. This could see, you could see a pay raise here. You could see a career opportunity to move, like move forward with um, that will advance you, especially how much you're getting paid. This is a great time to put forth uh, any kind of proposal. This is nice, nice energy, especially for financial situations. So take advantage of it. And all week long, your natal suns are quincunx to Mars. So you might be a little bit sleepier, have a few more aches and pains, and feel that your vitality isn't as robust. But with that assist from Jupiter, I still think that you'll be able to 
um, see some doors open up for you. Okay. I love you guys. And I hope that you come on across to Born Without Boundaries Tarot for your week ahead tarot card reading. Uh, remember to subscribe to this channel and I will talk to you guys next week. Bye Sagittarius.